So hello and welcome back to Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast and the short series, hopefully very short series of specific uh, podcasts considering how virtual teams can be and the knowledge of around virtual teams can be adapted into our current environment where many organisations and many individuals are finding for the first time themselves working, working from home and working with and through that sense of potential social isolation that comes with all of those sorts of challenges. So for this episode, I'm going to focus on trust, trust within the team, how trust forms, how you should maintain it, and how how things can go wrong even in the most innocent and through the most innocent of actions. So I guess I'll start this off by saying be careful what you do, be careful how you communicate and be careful also just have before you hit send on that email or before you before you say something that may be a trigger in certain environments, just be aware that everybody could very well be hypersensitive both to the actual content and also to the intent behind everything that is sent. And as such, those social trust uh, bonds can very easily be broken and once they're broken they can be extremely hard to maintain to to repair so so from a background perspective fundamentally there are three different ways in which in which uh, it's believed trust forms within within organizations and between people the simplest one and the one which is most common for most businesses is what's referred to as transactional trust and this is essentially described as someone does good work they deliver on time, they deliver on expectations, you get the right quality that you want, therefore you will trust them. So essentially you trust a colleague or you trust an employee or you trust your manager because they are predictable and because they deliver what's expected of them. And as long as they continue to do that, as long as they continue to deliver on time to the right level of quality with no surprises, the trust will maintain and the trust will be continued forwards. If that sense starts to fail, then that trusting bond can start to can start to fall apart. Second one is very much referred to as a relational trust, and this is much more where you trust people because because they are co-workers or because you know them or because you've been in common situations together. And it's very much described as, I like this person, I think they're like me, therefore we will trust each other and we'll work together. There can be slightly less of a focus on the quality and timeliness of delivery in these sorts of relationships, in these sorts of trust, but fundamentally it still has that aspect of delivery to expectations associated with it. Then the third one is is referred to as group trust. And this is really where where there's a common background, there are common experiences, common relationships that lead to the formation of a trust. So people would say, well, we, we share a common background, we share common um, uh, roots, if you like. It could be societal roots, it could be organisational roots. We've had, we understand each other through those common backgrounds, therefore we will start to trust each other. Now, each one of those standalone can have different impacts and different perspectives and work in different ways within an organisation. But the interesting thing now, once we start to look at this through the lens of this this extremely fragmented organisational structure that, that many, many organisations are finding themselves with, where instead of having 
50 or 100 people come into your office and then work co-located, suddenly you've got 90% of that group working completely separately. So they're working from home or they're working from, from other locations. It's really hard to see what everyone is doing because it's hard to see what they're doing. It can be very hard for people who are not used to not being able to have that level of visibility either inward or outward it can be really hard for them to maintain to maintain the trust that used to be there so for a lot of managers they've grown up and they've developed their skills through the you know the the, the expression of management by walking around um you walk around, you, you sort of just through passing through an office and walking past people, you get a sense that they're working on the tasks that you expect of them. They get a sense that you're calm and comfortable and that as long as you don't go over and keep asking what's going on, that, uh, that, that you trust that they're getting on with the work that's required of them. Once, once that isn't there anymore, once that physical co-location doesn't exist, how, as a manager are you to maintain that thing is the big question that a lot of managers struggle with and and will be struggling with right now when you suddenly don't have your people visible to you how do you know that they're doing what you expect of them and if you get a sense that they might not be how do you react do you react by by placing them under a microscope and micromanaging every little thing that they do that expecting that they'll check everything, every decision that they make will be checked and run by you, that you'll get to see every version of every piece of work that they're doing? Or do you try and recognise that that the situation that you find yourself in now is different and unique to where you have originated and that through it being different and unique, you need to find different ways to engender that trust and demonstrate that trust in your people. And sometimes people will do things that you might lean back in your chair and think, oh, I wish they hadn't done that. But realistically, does it matter? Is it mission critical? Does it, is, it going to, is it going to impact your organization badly or is it going to impact a particular task badly if that thing is just left to go as is? And if the answer to that is no, then realistically, probably the best thing to do is just to let it go because because pushing people too hard, being perceived as overreacting or micromanaging will very, very quickly start to break down the bonds of trust that you've worked very hard often to build up. Similarly, from the from the uh, people undertaking the work, those being managed, if you like, those who suddenly find themselves sitting from ho- sitting at home and thinking, well, how do I ne- what do I need to do to make sure that my manager knows I'm doing the right thing? Do I need to keep sending them copies of things? Do I need to keep sharing everything that I'm doing? Do I need to keep sending them? Do I need to keep checking in every hour with a selfie showing you at your desk working away? I would say just think about that from a from a common sense perspective and share what needs to be shared slightly more sharing than you would do if you were co-located so maybe at the start and finish of each day if you were working with a group of colleagues on a particular common task at least at the start and finish each day share a bit of a status update where are we at now where are we going what what are your plans individually and collectively for the for the next working day to make sure that everything is coordinated everything is shared Nobody's going to be surprised by things when they suddenly change and change about.
So it's really, it's a case of recognising that this new strange situation in which everyone finds themselves is different and is challenging and will take a while to comprehend and to work through and to understand. But that if you start to react heavily now, if you start to micromanage your people, if you start to over-report and over-share, neither of those situations are going to help in the long run. They lead to either an expectation of oversharing or they lead to an expectation of micromanagement. And both of those can be quite co- corrosive within an organisational structure and within an organisational environment. So so really be, be careful in terms of how all this lot works. The first one of this series, I discussed how you can use technology to share some of these things and I would still say that one of the things that you really need to be very conscious of is that you participate in all of these activities. So if you have a daily a daily messaging system where everyone just says this is what I'm doing today, this is where I'm working from, this is what I'm what I've got going on, participate in that. If you have team meetings, if they're done by video of some description, if you use Zoom or Skype or whatever platform you may use, make sure that you participate in those and participate at the same level as all of your colleagues. So don't be the one person without your camera turned on. Don't be the one person who just sits and lurks in the background and doesn't engage and doesn't participate in the discussions. If everyone else has their cameras turned on, turn yours on. Unless, of course, you either don't have a camera or you are maybe not wanting to to show your face. But as long as it's just you showing that you're there, please, if, if you have that opportunity and if it works for you, then do use the same level of technology as all of your colleagues and participate as often and as much as you can. Those little things help to engender that sense of trust. And that sense of trust is one of the things which will get all of us collectively and individually through our current situation and out into into a happier, more stable future, hopefully in a very short period of time. So as always, if uh, if you have any questions or any observations, anything you'd like to raise either off the back of this particular episode or for future episodes, please do reach out. You can find all my contact details on the website, which is www.ulfire.com.au. Feel free to leave comments on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, share it with a friend if you think that it's of use to them. And, uh, And keep on coming back and we'll keep discussing this thing until it's no longer there to be discussed. But in the meantime, take care and goodbye. 